this is going to make you very uncomfortable. We could have got snatched so goddamn quickly. Most of the people there bought drugs from me. It all makes sense now. <laughs> Red Roof Inn? Oh. No, a Knight's Inn. Oh, even classier. My dad wants to know how old you and your sister are. That motherfucker has to register by zip code. And I was like, oh, that was weird. I was court-ordered to see two psychiatrists and a therapist, except for they did say I was amazingly well-adjusted, which is a fancy way of saying, this motherfucker's been some fucked up shit. My friend Valerie says I have amazing coping skills. And I'm like, I'm like, that's a very kind way to put that. Because I asked him after he spoke with me for three minutes after talking to mom for like two hours. If you just want to fuck my mom, it's fine, but why do I got to be in the room? Of course, you know, you mess that up, it can kill her, so you got to be really careful on how you dose it and how you tighten it up. Do people really live like this? And if you're really, really good, and mom and dad have like a lot of extra money, you could get a 15 cent can of Shasta. Freaking kid was loaded. His parents, like they had two working vehicles, one for each of them. They had a garage door that automatically opened. Is that the one next to the KKK house? So let's talk about something near and dear to your heart. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, Not really. Um, didn't you this long? Only half ass, and it's worked out pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let, let's 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 talk. I want you to pick uh, one of your favorite childhood memories, so we can uh, uh, compare and contrast our notes and re- recollection of that incident. Favorite childhood memory is it one that includes you? Sure, could or couldn't. Uh, just whatever. Hmm. I'm not sure it's a favorite memory, but I do specifically remember asking you why Greek people, ancient Greeks, built naked statues of people. Oh, I don't recall this. What was my this, answer to that? <laughs> this was when my bedroom was still the that middle bedroom next to the stairs. Yeah. And um, you were putting me to bed of all people. Of course. So Very I assume our mother was not home. <laughs> Safe assumption. Yeah, we already um, know dad wasn't. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that too. But, um, I mean, you took it in stride. You're just like, oh, well, the Greeks thought the human body was beautiful. And that was your simple, straightforward answer. But to my seven or eight-year-old brain, I didn't know what that meant. Mm. And I was like, what? (laughs) I mean, back then I was still doing artwork. So, I mean, but I was drawing like butterflies and like, things a girl thought was pretty Mm -hmm. and i'm like no (laughs) (laughs) it was a different time different people Uh uh-huh yeah and you'll also note probably a lot of greek statues with men's penises and all the sculptures were men so you can go ahead and (laughs) do some thinking on that um then again there was a patron system back then so uh you got some rich old guy to sponsor you i'm sure there was some form of payment exchange of some kind i'm sure yeah um they didn't have dollars, so I wonder what it was. Hmm. Awkward silence. <laughs> Very well. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. So, um, oh, here's one. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll narrow it down a bit. Um, tell me about something memorable from when we accidentally lived in Grand Haven. Ooh. So first to set that stage, Grand Haven uh, was where dad lived, of course, um, in a very, very classy neighborhood called a campground. <laughs> and uh, we stayed in a camper trailer. 
um, 32 foot, if I remember correctly. I remember that because it's the same size as Uncle Jim's boat, his Baja. <laughs> so uh, Different lifestyle. Very different. Very different. One called it a home. One called it uh, the drinking spot. So they both did drinking at, at both 32 foot uh, devices. I so, mean, by our standards, that boat was very livable. Oh, very livable. Oh, my God. I had a fucking bathroom. Um. Had a fridge. This boat has a downstairs I with know. a door and it was, curtains. It was insane, sir. What is this yacht? <laughs> exactly. And then, meanwhile, uh, him and uh, Uncle Jim and his wife are looking at us like we're the freaking clampets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you're over there at the shore in Missouri. I'm gonna get some worms so we can go fishing. What? <laughs> Man, uh. I'll never forget when Mom and when he was still married to. Aunt Linda, um, he we'd ran to the grocery store real quick to go get some stuff for dinner, and I was eyeballing this remote control, like little inflatable raft, and it was in the checkout because it's a rich person grocery store, so they have fucking RC shit in the checkout along with the candy. Absolutely. And I was looking at it and looking at it, and Linda's like, "Do you want that?" And I'm like, "Can I get this?" And she's like, yeah. She's like, you can play with it down by the, by the water. And I was like, oh. and she's just like, yeah, I'll buy it for it. I played with that for the rest of the time because that did not happen in our household. No. We could look, but we weren't getting shit. Yeah, we could look and not touch, by the way, not touch. It was not you could look, you can touch, but you can't have. It was you can look. I'd prefer if you didn't, but you can look, <laughs> but you will not touch. And don't you dare ask. But, I mean, the same sentiment was had when, when you bought me that beanbag Pegasus at the Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'll be damned. He bought this for me. <laughs> I was like, does my brother have adult money? <laughs> Wasn't supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are fun times. Yeah. Uh, that Blockbuster. They, they were something times. They were fun times were had by some. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would say most. But some people were definitely entertained more than others. Um, Dad always found a good way to entertain himself. <sighs> he sure did. Yeah. Um, just wasn't there. Um, hmm. I technically never answered your question. Mm, yeah. Well, you kind of did with the bing bag. But mm. anyway. Yeah. That, I mean, that would probably be in the top three. I mostly have like really bizarre and it wasn't just being with dad it was being with mom looking back now as an adult i'm like why am i in this environment and why am i around these other people who aren't my parents um i remember going to the quote-unquote pool that was provided by the campground and it would just be christina and i swimming in the pool we could have got snatched so goddamn quickly and then me finding a couple quarters, I assume you gave them to me um, to go to their arcade, which I had like three machines in it. One was a pinball machine, and then they had like a gumball machine, and then the one that has like the little plastic toys in the little, little containers. And um, that was, a looking back, that was a dark, dingy garage of a place with these three machines just in the back corner with a cement floor in there, which was their arcade. And I was like, why was I in that space alone? Who was watching me? Oh, yeah, nobody. <laughs> um, you know, but on the upside, though, if there's one thing to know about trailer parks, it only has the classiest people. And if you want an even more classy group of people, you should go to a temporary seasonal trailer park 
Uh-huh. Um, that allows you to either, if you're rich, bring a trailer, or if you're a normal person, bring a tent. Um, cause that's only the best people. Fortunately though, there was a system in place, uh, to keep you and Christina safe, which you did not know about at the time, which was most of the people there bought drugs from me. So mm, got it. If they kept an eye on you, it all makes sense now. <laughs> if they noticed anything, there was benefit to them for that. Um, so everybody, if something was ever to happen, was going to brag about being the ones to save you guys. There was material benefit. I will see, this is going to make you very uncomfortable, hmm. but one of the last times, well, not last times, but it was one time Christina and I went with mom to go visit Aunt Susan. Mm-hmm. So Christina was, I don't know if she was quite 13 yet. We were quite young. Mm-hmm. And um, stopping halfway, we stayed at a Red Roof Inn. Oh. No, a Knight's Inn. Oh, even classier. Even classier, right on the Mississippi. Like we could see the Mississippi from the pool we were swimming in. Mom, I don't know where she went, if she was at the pool deck, what what was going on with that. But Christina and I were swimming, mm-hmm. and we were approached by a boy who was about Christina's age, and he said to us, my dad wants to know how old you and your sister are. And very innocently, we're just like, oh, I'm nine and she's 11, or whatever, however old we were. I was probably, at the at the oldest, I was probably nine, but... um. It it probably like I thought about that memory when I was like 16 and I was like, oh, my God, because like he never came back to say anything about it. So I don't know what became of that. But looking back, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, that <laughs> motherfucker has to register by zip code. Uh huh. Wow. I just remember it because I thought that was a very odd thing. I was like, oh, that was weird. I was like, why didn't the guy just ask us? Why was his son, he specifically said, my dad wants to know how old you are. And I was like, oh, that was weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah you're, you're not wrong. Um, I mean, I just thought it was your brother and I that your mom would just walk away and leave us abandoned because she was like, oh, they're boys. Nothing could possibly go wrong. I mean, they might light something on fire. If something happens, <laughs> it's going to be because they did something, not because something happened to them. So, yeah, but apparently, no, no, we were not unique. She uh, mm-hmm. equally did not care and also disappeared just as often as dad. Yes. Um, yep. Though the reasons were different. Um, yes. You know, but it's still results the same. Um, I, when I got in trouble when I was 15, I know it's strange. I got arrested. And um, the, the judge was so kind. Uh, I was court ordered to see two psychiatrists and a therapist. Oh. Yeah. Uh, before sentencing and, um, which by the way, got thrown out. That was pretty awesome. That's a whole different story. But anyway, the, the two psychiatrists said I was perfectly fine and well-adjusted considering the fucked up upbringing. They use slightly different terminology, except for they did say I was amazingly well-adjusted, especially considering the environmental circumstances, (laughs) which is a fancy way of saying this motherfucker's in some fucked up shit. And I don't think he's the problem. Anyway, my friend Valerie says I have amazing coping skills. I'm like, I'm like, that's a very kind way to put that. Because <laughs> sometimes I'll overshare because mm-hmm. she's just like, oh, what happened with it? She's like, I heard about it, but she's like, I didn't hear the story. And I'm like, how much time do you have? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So anyway, the, the one therapist, though, he said I was uh, a real problem and I probably had um, oppositional defiance disorder. Uh, he said that because I asked him after he spoke with me for three minutes after talking to mom for like two hours. 
he asked me like six questions was being kind of a dick about it. And I just said, look, if you just want to fuck my mom, it's fine. But why do I got to be in the room? <laughs> you know, because we were at, you know, the most sacred of places, Bethany Christian Services, which is a Catholic oh. organization. And the married therapist was trying desperately to fuck my mom um, and was not making any secret about it. So anyway, uh, the judge ended up saying the two psychiatrists friend. But anyway, the reason I brought that up was I didn't think anything of it. He's just asking me questions going on and on. Right. And um, we get to, oh, you got siblings. I'm like, yeah. I was like, oh, what do you think? You, well, tell me about your brother. I was like, he's a fucking idiot. I just got to make sure he doesn't walk into traffic. And he's like, oh, okay. Um, you got any other siblings? I was like, yeah, I got two sisters. And they're like, oh, okay. Well, tell me about them. I was like, ah, Christina's pretty good. You know, sometimes I got a reminder two, three, seven times to do her homework. And uh, my little sister, Sandra, she's uh, she's all right. She's kind of hell on wheels, but fortunately she's restrained by medication. And he's like, what do you mean by that? And I was like, oh, well, she's on, uh, she said like kidney transplant stuff. So you got to make sure she gets her medication on time and stuff. And sometimes I got to take like her blood, blood pressure if she doesn't feel right. Cause I got to uh, figure out if she needs a ratapine or not and dose her. But of course, you, you know, you mess that up. It could kill her. So you got to be really careful on how you dose it and how you time that up. And then he's like, Oh, okay. And he's like, and, um, and, uh, so, so your parents do that. And I'm like, well, no. no, they're not, they're not around. And he's like, so when you say you have to make sure your brother doesn't walk out into traffic, make sure your sister does her homework and then, and give your youngest sister anti-rejection medication and verify her blood pressure and give her medication that can kill her if you give her too much or too little. You're saying you're doing that on your own? And I'm like, well, no, my little brother and my other little sister are in the house. And by the way, this conversation occurred, I was 15 years old. Uh-huh. You know, and then all of a sudden I started thinking, and I was like, wait, after the second shrink said the same thing, I was like, is there, is there something I'm missing here? What's... Yeah, what's going on? Why why is everybody looking at me like I'm fucking crazy? And um that's when I realized it is not normal uh-huh. <laughs> to cook dinner and uh make sure that your siblings have done their homework, have clothes, and uh take their medication that is life and death. That is not something other older uh siblings do. That's my first indication. I was like, you mean not everybody's dad runs away and smokes crack and everyone's mom runs away and does something to pay the rent or whatever? I don't know. <laughs> That's not normal? Huh. That's weird. I just thought that was normal and it was just TV families that were different. Yeah. When I was in fourth or fifth grade, this girl named her show and tell after spring break was talking about how their family went to Disney World. And she was showing like all of her souvenirs that she got. She had this beautiful silk kimono from uh, her Chinatown visit and all this stuff. And I was just like, what? She also mentioned, she's like, oh, yeah, my dad gave me like $200 spending money. We got to do all this stuff. Here's my pictures. And I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) (laughs) That place is real? Yeah. I thought it was magical. This same girl with it, because she was new to Fremont either that year or the year prior, she actually invited me and her group of friends to her birthday party. So I got to go out to the house, which was near Fremont Lake. Her dad built her a fort underneath their willow tree. But it wasn't a fort. It was a tiny house that had a second story in it. It had a You climbed a ladder to get up to the second story, and it had open and closed vinyl windows... And um, it was sided and uh, had a shingled roof um, and a real door on the front of it. And when we had our slumber party, we slept in the clubhouse. The five of us, I still have that picture. I shared it on Facebook about a year or so ago that I had finally found it. 
And it was all of us in our sleeping bags upstairs. And I was like, I remember I was blown away by this. And I'm like, how is, do people really live like this? I'm I didn't have words because I didn't understand. <laughs> yeah, it sounds nicer than her house, actually. Um, it was. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. For, for clarification, there's five of you? Yes, five girls all together. Well, with there's four of us. So five total in the party. Yep. And you all slept upstairs in the fort. Side by side. Side by side. But there was room for all five of you on the second story Correct. of the fort. Correct. Right. It was it was probably like an eight by eight shed kind of kit. But I mean it was built on a foundation and the bottom part is where like they stored all like their yard toys, because you know they had that too, because of course they fucking did. Mm-hmm. And then you could climb a ladder, go upstairs and yeah, hang out there. So and then meanwhile, you leave there, and if you're really, really good, and mom and dad have like a lot of extra money, you could get a 15-cent can of Shasta. <laughs> and if they just got their taxes back, you could also get a Little Debbie. Oh, I didn't tell you the best part. So, this was her birthday party, and because her parents were so normal and attentive, they could, took us to the book fair that was at pine street the next day for the weekend which it was a different type of book fair that you would you could go in i don't remember what the deal was but each room had like certain types of books and then you could do an activity in the room and then so it was i don't want to call it compare it to a carnival thing because there weren't like game games but it was like an activity you did in each room depending on it was like this thing I had briefly heard about in school because they were, of course, announcing it, being like, this is a thing we're doing like on this weekend. And but that wasn't a thing our family did. I was just it was like when they announced the fucking ski trip over the middle school intercom. I was just like, no, I'm not going to on a ski trip in the <laughs> middle of the day. Jesus. And yep. um so then when uh, her mom's like loading us all in the vehicle after the slumber party in the clubhouse, I'm like in awe over this. And um, then we we all get loaded in the car and I see we're pulling into the school. I assumed we were going to the playground to play for the day because it's free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but we're going into the building and I'm like, what is happening? And she's just like, OK, so here I think she gave each of us like five bucks to go buy a book. And then do whatever activity we wanted or play whatever game, duck, duck, goose, whatever they mm-hmm. were doing. Um, it was basically like a social event for children that was monitored by all these parents that were bringing them. And um, and I don't know. It was a very, I don't think they had done anything like that since because. Well, I, we wouldn't know. I, right. I, <laughs> we're not the target audience. That, that, yeah. We were not the demographics. So. Um, I don't know. I just remember coming away from that, that everything was, it was like culture shock. Everything was so different that their lives seemed so perfect, which I realized nobody's life is perfect, but they just lived so differently than we did. And their, their parents were so, um, concerned about like, at the end of the day, these activities were academic based. Like, yeah, we had fun. We, you know, bought some books, we played some games, but all of it was academic based as a learning experience and a social experience. Um, so <laughs> it was, I don't know. It, um, 
was not anything I had experienced since then. So um, until I got to college, basically, that, you know, you're in such a specialized area for this particular education and you go to activities for this particular type of education. Like it's. Um, that's, that's, uh, I, one of my friends, um, he, he was my rich friend. <laughs> he was too. Freaking kid was loaded. His parents, like they had two working vehicles, one for each of them. They had that house that had freaking apple orchard and shit. And a pond. And a pond. It was insane. Well, damn near it. a small lake. It was damn near a small lake. I mean, probably if we go to it now, it's more like a mud puddle. It's probably what it'd feel <laughs> like. But time, I was just dumbfounded. It was just stunningly beautiful on 40 acres. And that's the pond. And if you actually walk back into the woods behind the alfalfa field, there's like a whole lake that they own half of. And then there's another private cabin on the other side that owns the other half of the lake. Just freaking beautiful. And I mean... The whole thing, I, I remember the first time I went there, I was like, where are we going? Is this, I don't understand what's going on here. Cause you like pull down the driveway. It's this long ass driveway and there's these apple trees and stuff. Uh-huh. And, and before you get to the actual house, you know, they got it lined with pine trees before you get to their garage and all that stuff. So, you know, they got privacy from their apple orchard. And um, <laughs> I remember they had like a, they had a garage door that automatically opened. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, what is it's, going it's on? It's always those little things, isn't that? <laughs> I remember the cl- when the Clomps installed their automatic garage door oh, opener. I yeah. was like, there's no button. I know. <laughs> it was insane. I'm like, that's an option. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, plus, like, over at the Clomps, like, they had drinks that weren't just Kool-Aid. Like, they had, like, drink boxes and shit. Yes. It was insane. I'm like, what? This isn't a special occasion. You just have these to drink? What is this madness? Yep. And they and they had a uh, you know, a playroom in the basement filled with all these toys that had a TV in it. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, and I was super jealous because had the water baby baby dolls oh. and I really wanted a water baby, but they were like the it toy and they were so expensive. And then finally I was still at Pine Street, which I think goes up to second grade. Yep. And we had some sort of raffle at school. I don't know why. Gambling for children. It's important. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it was like a dollar a ticket. Maybe it was cheaper. It was the 90s. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But um, I put my name in and it was for the girls toys. And one of their items was a water baby. And I won the raffle for the water baby. Shit. And I lost my shit because like now I'm like, ooh, I'm hot shit. Like I'm cooler than because my water baby's brand new and my mom didn't have to pay money for it. And I remember bringing that water baby to the campground and playing in that sketchy pool in Grand Haven. And my water baby didn't have a bathing suit. So I made her one out of my hospital socks that were always like real wide. Mm -hmm. And they had a pair of red ones. So I just clipped little arm and leg holes in it and slipped it up over her body. And it was like a cute little terry cloth bathing suit that just had the skid marks on the back to keep her from slipping if she went down the hallway. And I was just like, <laughs> yep, this is perfect. <laughs> so I innovated. And yeah, I thought it was the best. Man. Um, you know, kind of, it's funny because uh, you brought that right back to Grand Haven. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was a fun time uh, there. I mean, in hindsight, at the time, it seemed a little weird, like. That you're trying to like, is my dad homeless? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, But when he'd pick us up, 
we go straight to Ray's, Ray's Burgers, mm-hmm. and that was amazing. It was important he did it right away because immediately after that, he had to hand me his paycheck. Oh. I'm serious. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you knew that or not. I did not. Yeah, I, he'd have to hand I me his going paycheck. To raise. Yeah, he'd hand me his paycheck. Actually, it was typically before we walked into raise, in the envelope, and um, the way I could monitor things. And uh, Grandma would tell me how much money I was allowed to give him. Wow. Again, let me repeat. <sighs> I was 15 years old. <laughs> I knew I would find it. And Dad would be like. Oh, no, I haven't been out smoking crack. And I'm like, that's weird because the guy you're buying it from told me he sold you crack um, while he was buying weed from me. (laughs) The fifth girl was taking the picture. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's a freaking mansion. Yeah. Oh, my God. Look at that. It even has like proper two by fours and a wall and windows. Yeah, he built that shit. That is amazing. I can't even see any nails sticking out. It all looks level. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yep. It's fancy as fuck. I got receipts, bitch. <laughs> I guess. Damn. Uh, oh, hey, speaking of Grand Haven, uh, I got a random message like a couple years back from that uh, girl that I was hanging out with her. Yeah. Yeah, she like, fucking hit me up out of the blue. Is she still in Grand Haven? She is. She is. I guess she was having some marital problems or something. Oh. Yeah. And her first thought was, I'm going to reach out to Ryan. I haven't talked to him in fucking 15 years. I was like, hey, um, I'm married. <laughs> and uh, she was like, uh, me too. Are you happily married? And I'm like, is that rhetorical? <laughs> <laughs> I repeat. I'm just married. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let me repeat. Uh, I'm married and trying not to get divorced because I heard that's expensive and I don't have anything to lose. I don't want to have nothing and then have her take half of that. That sounds very inconvenient. Yeah, it does. If you lose everything you own and your standard of living is not noticeably changed, that's kind of messed <laughs> up. <laughs> so I probably should have got rid of her then because now um, it was very costly when I finally did. Hmm. <sighs> But I guess I wouldn't have been able to get fancy podcasting equipment. So <laughs> there's some advantages. Much happier camper. Well, I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, isn't it? <laughs> if you like the podcast you just heard, please like and subscribe. If you'd like to support the show, check us out at patreon.com slash pessimism and pop There are special benefits for members, such as ad-free listening, early access, and free discounted merch for members there's a plan for any budget from tent campers to those of you mfers throwing around rv money you can also get the latest updates on our website pessimismandpoptarts.com whether you're a patron or just like the show please tell your friends and if you hate the show you know what tell your enemies because frankly they sound awesome anyway until next time and more music